Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Making Meaningful Income podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cipriano, and I am so excited to have you here with me today. So originally, I was going to spend this first episode introducing who I am, what I hope Making Meaningful Income will become, and how it can help you with your life. Um, But I decided I'm going to do that still for part of the episode, but then I'm going to jump right into our first little lesson and exercise so that you guys can get something of value right up in front within the first 10 minutes of the podcast. So just as a quick backstory, again, my name is Andrew Cipriano. I am 27 years old, and I like to consider myself sort of an expert at entry-level jobs. So I've spent the last better part of a decade jumping around industries and jobs and doing a little bit of everything, just trying to find out what I could do that would be meaningful, produce enough income for me to live a lifestyle that I desired, and also leave an impact on the world. I am in the very tail end of the millennial generation, and I know we are the generation of meaning and just money at work isn't enough anymore. So I've been very deeply unsatisfied with a lot of the jobs I've had. I've done them to make money, and I've always done the best work I can, but I always knew there was something missing. So I'm not going to go into too much detail about all the jobs I've had and everything. As you listen to these podcasts, all that's going to roll out naturally. But I do want to say that I came up with requirements of a job and an income that most people don't have for their own income. So I'm going to go over those requirements. The term meaningful income to me is kind of a reverse engineered version of how people normally get a job. The stereotypical way to get a job would be to go to school, find out how much money you're going to make, and then get a job and kind of plan your life, your expenses, your trips around that job. But to me, meaningful income is the complete opposite. You plan out the life you want to have, get really specific on the future, and then you go and find the income that's going to provide for that lifestyle. For a lot of you, this might totally blow your mind, but it's the exact thing you need to hear in order to be excited about the future you want to create. When I was 18 years old, I was enrolled in my local community college, Go Raiders, and I was enrolled to do accounting degree because I knew that I could always have a job doing taxes and make about 50 grand a year. That was the future that I was planning for. And it took me about 10 years, over 20 different jobs, moving to Spain for a year, and two different certifications in life coaching to realize that that was completely backwards. The future that I'm planning for myself now includes making a lot of money, owning a really successful business, making a huge impact, and doing it in a way that I define as impactful. Now, I really want to say that I don't have anything against anyone who thinks a job is just a job and goes to work just for the paycheck. But if that's you, then this podcast really isn't for you. But if you know deep down that you're destined for more, you want to leave a huge impact with the work that you do, you want to make as much money as you define as enough for yourself without having to apologize and you're ready to blow your mind on what you believe is possible, then this is the podcast for you. And I'm so happy to have you on this journey. So with no further ado, welcome to your Making Meaningful Income Heroes journey, where I'm going to help you find out exactly what you want for your future. And then I'm going to help you get past all the obstacles that inevitably pop up in your way. So today's lesson is going to focus on getting a little bit uncomfortable. And I strategically put this episode first with the first intro episode because If you want to create meaningful income and have a meaningful life in addition to everything else that you want for your future, it's not going to be easy. And this is a lesson that took me a really long time to learn. So I really hope you listen and take it to heart. If you want to create a meaningful life and do what other people aren't doing, it's going to be difficult. 
and you're going to have to get uncomfortable. And you're not always going to know how to get there, but you're just going to have to have faith that it's going to work out if you keep moving forward. Brooke Castillo has a quote that goes like this, you fail your way to success. Now, this is so hard for many of us to accept because we've been taught the complete opposite in our school system. The typical education system is pretty much fill in the blanks that we tell you exactly how to fill in and we will give you an A. If you do anything outside of the box, you're going to get marked down for it. When it comes to creating anything big and new in your life, you have to do the complete opposite. You pretty much just point and shoot with an educated guess over and over and over and fail and try again and fail and try again and fail and try again until boom, you hit success. And then you start the process all over again. Now, because it's so naturally uncomfortable for us to fail, a lot of us do things that we really don't like, but it's more comfortable, like working in jobs that are below what which is challenging to us, making less money than we want, living in a smaller house than we want, or living in a place we don't want. Like a lot of people spend their whole lives in their hometown when they want to travel just because they're uncomfortable to travel and they don't want to get out of that comfort zone. So I'm really drilling this point home because so many of us want to have our dream life, but not get uncomfortable. We think that we can have both, right? I'm just going to stumble into winning the lottery, but that doesn't work for a vast majority of us. The dreams that we want to build come on an entire mountain of discomfort. It's embracing uncomfortable emotions is what's going to get you to where you want to be. And again, there's nothing wrong with working a job that you're not in love with or living in a place that you're not really that fond of. But if you want to create your dreams and you know that you're missing something in your life, then you're going to have to get uncomfortable to do it. Throughout this podcast, I'm going to teach you so many helpful tools like how to not numb over your emotions, how to allow discomfort in your body without reacting to it, and how to do things in spite of fear as opposed to not doing things because of fear. But the whole journey is going to require a lot from you. You're going to have to get out of your comfort zone and give it a shot because these are your dreams that we're talking about, people. Your dreams we're talking about, not mine, not you, not Hermione, yours. So on a lighter note, let's talk about emotion. So we're going to do a simple exercise today, and this is going to hopefully change your life. Well, it will change your life, but not immediately. So here's what I want you to do. Close your eyes and take a deep breath. I'm going to give you some time to do this. Take two or three deep breaths. Where are you feeling emotion in your body? So this is really important. Emotions are just vibrations in our body. They come from thoughts. So it's really important to be able to name our emotions at any given point in the day. I'm going to give you an example. Right now I'm taking a deep breath. My back is a little bit tense. <laughs> That's because I hurt my back and that was a really bad example because that has nothing to do with emotion. Um, my stomach is light and fluttery and uh, my hands are jittery. And I think I would name this as a little bit of excitement and a little bit of angst because I'm slightly nervous about this podcast. Um, but that's so powerful that I can name that because, you know, when you watch a scary movie and the scariest part is before you see the monster. And then after you see it, you're like, oh, that's not that scary. That's like why the Blair Witch Project, where if for anyone young listening has never seen the monster, there's no monster in that movie. It's just like running around the woods for two freaking hours. Um, but it's one really scary movie because you never see the monster. Well, the same thing happens with our emotions, right? So if I have a negative emotion in my body and I don't take the time to sit down, breathe through it and feel what emotion I'm feeling and name it then it's just going to be an uncomfortable emotion. And a lot of the times we're going to run away from that, right? And our society teaches us to do this. We have to numb over any discomfort. Did you have a long day at work and you're uncomfortable and you don't want to go back and you're stressed? Well, you should have a beer. Are you bored? Well, 
food will solve that. Are you a little bit anxious? Let's take some medication. Are you feeling lonely tonight? Well, don't worry. Pornhub's open 24-7. Are you stressed about work? Because there's a vape store down the street and they are on sale. Anyways, you get the point. That's like two out of a million examples I could pull up of society encouraging us to numb over emotional discomfort with external sources. And now it's important to note that not every single time someone takes medication or drinks a beer, they're numbing over their emotion. But a lot of the times in our society, that's precisely what they're doing and they don't realize that's what they're doing. So what happens is when we're constantly numbing over our emotions, we're doing a couple things that are very anti-growth. So the first part is that when we're constantly numbing over our emotions, we're telling our brain that it is okay to never experience discomfort. If we experience discomfort, we need to get out of it immediately and react and typically use things that are going to have net negative consequences like alcohol or food when we're not hungry. In addition, a lot of the substances that we use to numb over our emotions are highly concentrated, which means they release a bigger dopamine response or happiness neurochemical response um, than our bodies normally used to having, our brains used to having. So what happens is that we start to really over-desire these things. What gets really appealing to our brains is sugary foods, alcohol, and nicotine. And what's not so exciting is setting up goals for ourselves and hitting those checkpoints along the way, or genuine connection. When you have porn at your fingertips at any given moment during the day, it's not so exciting to go on a date with somebody in real life. And what happens is we start to fixate on the porn, right? We think that's more important when really the date and having a genuine meaningful relationship with somebody would lead to much more meaningful results in our life overall. So our brain takes these really artificially concentrated things, again, like sugary foods, alcohol, porn, nicotine, and it haywires our brain so that our brain goes, ooh, I need a lot of that. And then things that would bring us genuine, long-term, meaningful results don't look so important. And that's why we get people in our society who are 600 pounds overweight and literally working jobs they hate but addicted to alcohol and nicotine um, and using drugs all the time because it's a short-term boost of dopamine that our brain thinks is way more important than it is. And then we don't focus on the long-term steady dopamine hits that things that like sustainable, meaningful income would bring. So you might be thinking, I don't have an alcohol problem or an eating problem or uh, emotional problem. So I don't know why you need to talk about all this for me to get meaningful income and have a good job and family and all this. But this is precisely the place you need to turn in order to take your life to the next level. Most people do not know what thoughts are running through their heads all day, what beliefs they have guiding their lives forward, and what feelings they're experiencing on a daily basis. In order to change your life, you need to be able to change your thoughts and change your feelings because your thoughts create your emotions, which lead to your actions that create your results. That's the model that's always working in our heads over 60,000 times a day with every thought and emotion is generated that leads to an action and creates our results. When you're unaware of what emotions you're experiencing throughout the day and can't name it on spot, then you also are probably unaware of what thoughts are creating it and what beliefs are keeping you in your current results. If you want to see what somebody's thinking, look at the results they're creating in their lives. If you tell me that you don't have any limiting beliefs or any uncomfortable emotions you're running from, and you hate your job, and you drink a lot on the weekends, and you're not in an intimate, happy relationship, and you're not eating correctly, and you're not sleeping right, and you're not exercising, then I beg to differ. Remember that discomfort is the currency of your dreams. Thank you, Brooke Castillo, again. So if you want to create a life that's very meaningful, impactful, 
abundant, then you're going to have to face all these things that are currently holding you back. Again, your current thoughts and beliefs are creating your current results. So even if you don't think there's an issue, if you're not happy with your current results, then those thoughts and beliefs need to change. That's the only way to do it. Unless you win the lottery. But have you seen when people win the lottery and they don't change their thoughts, they just end up broke again or dead a year later? That's what happens. So we have to change our thoughts and beliefs if we want to change our results. So the reason that I started with feelings today is because most people have no idea what they're thinking or what they believe. It's very hard for us to know. Like imagine if somebody asks you what you believe about your life, it's really, really hard for us to just come up with those beliefs, right? Because we have beliefs about our life and they're running our life right now, but it's very hard to see it from a first person's perspective. Um, that's where it's really helpful to have coaches and objective third party, um, you know, therapists and coaches come in and kind of help you show you your belief systems because we're totally unaware. So instead of having to find out what thoughts you're having and beliefs, I find it personally easier to understand what emotions you're feeling in your body, right? Everyone can close their eyes and feel where their body's tense, where there's a little bit of jitteriness, where there might be some heaviness or some lightness or feeling boxed in. And you can kind of figure out what emotion that is. If you look at an emotion list and you feel it in your body, you can most likely figure it out over time. And that's a really good place to start to get to know what you're feeling so that then you can go backwards and find out what you're thinking and believing about your life that's creating your current results. All right. So throughout this podcast, I'm going to give you actionable items that you can practice when you're not listening to the podcast, just so you can always be progressing, moving forward and growing. So for this week, if you want to just close your eyes at any given point during the day and try to figure out exactly what emotion you're experiencing, that's going to build a lot of awareness in your life. And that awareness is going to be paying you compound interest for years if you can get a hold of what emotions you're experiencing. So just for an example, if you can close your eyes and say, I'm feeling shallow or terrified or warm or victimized is one that I'm sure we all feel sometimes and we probably don't know we're feeling it, right? Um, and we act in ways that we wouldn't like if we were feeling victimized, right? But if we don't know we're feeling victimized and we're acting in that way, we're never going to have the awareness to change it, right? So this is so powerful. So just throughout the week, if you want to just close your eyes, take a deep breath, think of me, and try to feel where in your body there's emotion hiding, then that is going to be so transformative. All right, so for the last few minutes of this podcast today, I just want to go over what I hope you're going to get out of listening. So um, I'm assuming right now that if you're listening, you probably don't have a direct path towards what you want to do with your life. Uh, you're ambitious, obviously. If you've made it this far, you're ambitious, and you've also proven to me and everyone else that uh, you are ready to make the change, and you're ready to go through the uncomfortable shit you've got to go through in order to make your life amazing. And make no mistake, you're going to get uncomfortable, but here's the catch. You're going to be uncomfortable at a job that's too small for you and a life that's not good. And you're going to be uncomfortable in a life that is huge and scary and amazing and meaningful. So would you rather be uncomfortable and hating your life or uncomfortable and getting all the amazing results that come with loving your meaningful life? It is entirely your choice. And I don't think that there is a wrong choice. It's just whatever you'd prefer to create. So by listening to this podcast, I hope to inspire you beautifully into creating a life that's amazing and dreaming outside of anything that you've ever dreamt of. Has anybody ever asked you how much money you'd like to make per year and then tried to design a job around that number? No, probably not because it's usually the complete opposite, but why? We literally create whatever reality we want with our belief systems. So why not make it amazing? There's no reason not to, right? Now that we see it like that. So anyways, from listening to this podcast, I'm going to help you figure out where exactly you are in your journey. 
Um, a lot of people have not defined that point and they don't know where they're starting from. So it makes it very hard to find um, Europe when you don't know where in the ocean you're starting from, right? Um, so I'm gonna help you define where you're at right now. I'm going to help you define where exactly you want to be. And I know that you probably feel like there's an overwhelming amount of options and you don't wanna pick the wrong one, but there's no wrong one. You just have to pick one and decide and I'm gonna help you do that, okay? I'm going to show you how to get there. I'm going to show you how you can create value in the world to where you're going to make money and people are going to throw money at you as long as you're creating the right value for the right people. And I'm also going to teach you how to trust yourself and how do you learn how to trust yourself? You learn all about your emotions and your belief systems and your mental health and you learn about the model, the Brooke Castillo model, that thoughts create feelings that lead to actions and create results. Okay, we're going to do all that. And this podcast is hopefully going to change your life. Just this one episode has already changed mine. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so excited to have you back in episode two. Have a beautiful day. And this week, just try to feel out your emotions, right? Crazy.